No fun. Fun is no, absolutely fuck no. This will not be a serious Let's episode. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. This will not be a serious episode. Let's have fun. So This will not be a serious episode. <laughs> so World War Three. No, hold on. Before we go into that, uh, <laughs> last night, just to show how disconnected we are to everything going on, uh, I went to Home Slice and got a mm-hmm. small pie to take home because, you know, I earned it. So I think. And then uh, I came home. You might have even earned a medium. I came home. You know, I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine. Okay. You know, I'm like getting it. I'm like, oh, I, you know, it's just me by myself. There's no Italians in here looking at me. So I'm like, I'm going to get myself some ranch. <laughs> so I guess that, guess that wine's feeling pretty, make me feel pretty good. Yeah. Did, you know, got red, a white, you, a nice red or what? I'm like, man, you know what this is missing? <laughs> Gravy. <laughs> Ugh, what is wrong with you? And I was just like this morning. I was like, I fucking made turkey gravy. <laughs> it's like, what? Different. For your pizza? That's disgusting. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, dude, while I was doing it, like, this is not good. Did you did you enjoy it? I guess is no, the main question. Not, not at all. Can't, can't fault you if it was good. No, 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 no not at all. I just want to get that out of the way. But yes, back let's, to well, no, like, let's break that down for a second. For those of you who who don't know Doug, like some of us do, I don't eat like that typically. I eat hot Cheetos well, for me, a lot. Forget it. Beyond even that, beyond even that, you you're you're very into food. You come from a family that's very into food. Yeah. You love to cook. You treat cooking as such a fucking like I, classy thing. You always are talking about the classy parts of food and like <laughs> like like I knew about the gastro world before it was a fucking YouTube thing because you you would just talk about shit like that. And and well, very- you just told me that last night you made turkey gravy from scratch to put on one of the best pizzas in the city it wasn't from scratch it was a powder packet (laughs) that's even worse (laughs) yeah joel had a whole turkey that i roasted to make turkey gravy from scratch you put the giblets in there (laughs) can i I get some of those giblets hey you're gonna eat those giblets for my for my pizza (laughs) (laughs) all right Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of I Didn't See It, But I Believe You. I am Doug. My name is Joel. This is episode... Man, I thought if I said it longer, it would help me out. This is episode 137. Oh, wow. Next week, I'll know. Next week, I'll know. I got stuck in a weird loop where I thought everything was 135. Fair enough. Um, So, Benevent, we, you know, Joel and I just full this... We decided we didn't know if we're gonna get into this or not, but I think we just decided to go ahead and uh, do it. Joel, take the take the wheel. Sure, for sure. So uh, there's a war going on right now, which you know, war. uh, Not like not like. Well, it's not technically a war. You know, it's like no, this is a skirmish. Fucking war, dude. Right. Not a skirmish. Not a fucking. Not a not a you know conflict or whatever they like to call it. Uh, it's a war, uh, and the TLDR of it all. Although I'm I'm gonna go out on a, on on the record here and say that don't get your news about this from us. Um, we are getting the news from the news, and I'm going to regurgitate it the best I can. Same as, we will same talk here. about our opinions. We have opinions on it, but please don't get your information about this extremely important worldwide event from us uh but 
Russia invaded Ukraine three days ago, four days ago, yeah. after weeks of uh, tension. People saying, "Hey, yeah," after weeks of tension and people saying, "Hey, uh, Putin's." Gonna invade Ukraine. Hey, there's a hundred thousand troops and field hospitals that have been built on the Ukrainian Russian border. Uh, does anybody know what that implies? And I mean, the crazy. So, like, to be fair to, uh, just to dive straight into all this. To be fair to a lot of like the intelligence out there, it there were there were extremely credible journalists who have uh, reported on the most important events of of our lifetimes who were under the impression that this was not going to happen. Yeah. No, there was a sure. lot of people under the impression that this was not going to happen. Um, and Western intelligence was basically of the mindset that, no, it's happening. But for some reason, I, I don't know if maybe we've entered a weird, a weird phase where Western intelligence is not looked at as highly as it used to be, but Western intelligence kept saying it's going to happen. Yeah. But for some reason, a, a lot of the press and a lot of like the actual investigative journalists were running with, this is just Putin's puffing his chest out again. Sure. So like, yeah. uh, you know, it's happened. Um, and they have invaded, uh, they, they're fucking bombing hospitals and kindergartens and airports but yeah, the wildest part about it's it horrible. all is the yeah it's it's fucking terrible. But the wildest part about it to me right now is that, and this is just the initial part of the invasion. And let's like, I mean, there is no beating around the bush that like there's there's heavier coming in. But like Ukraine's been holding their fucking ground oh, yeah. for this initial part of the invasion, and they've put out a, a a lot of you know video. Dude, their president Vladimir Zelensky. Holy shit, man. That's what a president should be like for any country. Like as far as like what to do in a time like this motherfucker strapped up, put a vest on. Yeah, I don't made know. A video saying bring it on. I don't know exactly his um approval rating off the top of my head, but it's something like like when he got voted in, he was like 73% of the population voted for him in. And like And you know, you know what's crazy? He was considered the pro-Russia no. party. Like yeah, no, he hey, was wasn't. considered of the two of the two candidates, he was considered the one who would more be more willing to work with Russia. He's but part of his whole entire campaign and, and his whole like his whole philosophy is very critical on Russia. But willing to work with them though. Well, the the yeah, other candidate I, I believe was more of a we will never work with them ever on anything. Yeah. I, this is just shit I'm gathered. I just I just thought that was interesting. Well, everything I everything I've looked up and read about and just nutshelling it, let me dug it up for you. Uh it's uh essentially Vladimir Putin is just like chipping down like just wants the good old days back and he want and he just th considers the 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 falling the the collapse of the Soviet Union as the greatest catastrophe of the 20th century. Not even above World War II and 1. Yeah, he considers it yeah. the worst thing ever happened, and so he's like trying to get that old glory back. And the Ukraine apparently is like Kiev, the capital of Kiev is where Russia truly originated, and so Ukraine, and not only that, Ukraine, especially eastern Ukraine, has a tremendous amount of iron, has a really great soil for agriculture, and some other um, you know goods and stuff like that. So it's very beneficial to have that a part of your nation as well. But apparently, he just like is just like really romantic about this and like has a very uh waxing poetic approach if you will in the thought process and he's like this like this is this has to happen to reunify russia not like oh and you know what i mean he's just he's just way back in the in the in the thought process of modern day yeah. you know what i mean it's like so yeah, i think yeah. you might want to let it go and there's like even like this like 
YouTuber I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of. Uh, he 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 put it pretty well. He goes, it's when you get when you're in love with your girlfriend, she breaks up with you, and you're still in love with you, and that love is real, but she's moved on. But you think that you can go and be like, well, I love you, so I can do whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'll oh, like, like Kanye. I I can sh- yes. He's Relevant. Kanye West. Relevant. He's very Ka- nice. He's a Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's Ukraine. It's like, yo, dude, you can't just just because you're still in love with her just me, doesn't mean you get to take her. Just do whatever you want and take her back. And that actually makes a lot of sense. Sure. Yes. Yes. And it's definitely like important to understand why these things happen. Like, dude, no matter when someone does something terrible or something great, there's a thought process behind it, and it's deeply important to understand what what drives that thought process and that gets lost a lot of times but it's important to understand that shit it, and uh it's also like, like it's be oh sorry i'm sorry sorry go ahead i was just gonna say it's like uh it's so crazy to see this happening the way it is because um you know when we hear about wars and stuff and we hear about conflicts even like desert storm and in afghanistan it's there's such a huge disconnect you know what i mean mm-hmm. because it's like stories were just brought back or in the only footage we ever truly saw that wasn't leaked or whatever was um was like from like mainstream media and, and reporters standing propaganda. in propaganda just say well, it what it is propaganda no, well well whatever that's not even necessarily what i mean it's like just but like what we saw was literally them standing in a field reporting and not really go- and now right. it's like the social media in the palm of everybody's hand and just know there's like already instagram pages showing these bombings just for people's houses holding kids just trying yeah. to live everyday life and it's just, uh, it's like, wow, it's, it just takes the whole entire um, fact building and number ticking and, mm-hmm. and, and statistics of war that we're so familiar with. And it's like making it like, it's like, dude, this is like absolutely pointless. And, and you know what I mean? It's not like there's, there's even, no matter what you think and no, no matter what your, what, what your loyalties are is it, it is innocent people just being obliterated and being pushed yeah. into becoming soldiers and becoming, you know, doing like making Molotov cocktails, you know what I mean? And freaking uh, having to protect their, their homes and their families stuff. It's like, but you <clears throat> but you hear about it all the time. You watch the movies, but it's like, we're seeing it for the first time. I feel, I, I think that's super important because, uh, it, the, <laughs> It's a, that's a, that's a larger uh, issue with how things are going to go for the for the culture of people as a whole in the future. Um, and this is this is an indicator of things to come, because, like you said, um, there there are a lot of things that are more um, unseen facets of of uh, the way the world works that have existed for the entire time the world's existed, um, and we sort of do. You're right. We accept those things as like. Um, necessary evils right is the way that it's always phrased sure but here's the deal here's the thing man you can look and watch and see how people's understanding and reaction to war changes over the course of modern history uh and this is the next logical step when we went to vietnam uh, some people supported it some people didn't support it but you couldn't like the fact is that the way uh, americans reacted to seeing some of the things that they were shown from Vietnam, mm-hmm. it, it drastically changed how we reacted to war in this country. The yeah, reaction yeah. to Vietnam was so fucking wildly different than World War II because suddenly there were, if you were, that was very strange. What, what just happened? A fucking cat Did just you, ran into my damn camera. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say a kid. Uh, no, it's just me by myself and these two fucking cats going absolutely <laughs> insane. Cats hate war. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I guess I guess that was a good point. I guess Vietnam didn't go over too well. <laughs> kind of forgot well, about that. One. Kind of forgot that about that one. That was the first time that that Americans that didn't go to war were ever allowed to see atrocities like that. Yeah. And I mean, there there's things from that that are still like chilling to look at and stuff. Um, and then you 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 have the Gulf War where you know like largely nothing happened. If we're gonna be frank about it, like it was it was. Actually, they were able the to watch belongs it. Bad, to Frank. Bad, don't get me wrong, bad shit happened, but nobody was turning on the news and hearing like a hundred civilians bombed in this thing with with video and images of it. But then you flip it right directly to the war in Iraq, which we all went into thinking like the 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 that had a huge support behind it. But then as people started coming back and as videos started coming out, the mentality around it changed to where largely nobody agrees with that war anymore. Yeah, for sure. And, and now you look at this, we're not even we're not even involved in this yet. But much yeah. like the Israel, much like the Israel Palestine thing uh, earlier this year, when video of this shit comes out, it's really fucking hard as a person to lose enough moral fiber to say anyone uh, to say anything about this could be right. Oh yeah. You watch these videos and it's Frankly, I don't care what any reason you have. Like, the, they're bombing fucking kids and shit. And there's like videos of dead kids and fucking moms and, and shit from. And like, there's also videos of Russian soldiers surrendering right away and being like, we want nothing to do yeah, with yeah. this. And like, dude, like, uh, like 700 protesters changing. in Rush, Russia were like just swept off the streets yep. yesterday. And they were posting on Reddit from the back of from the back of the paddy wagons that picked them up because they weren't even taking their phones. They were posting like just got arrested for protesting the yeah. war in Russia. Like, dude, it is uh, absolutely insane. And then like, uh, I wonder how many like like all the people that are around because it seems like it's just Putin and his little gang of of minions that are making these decisions. Obviously, but like this like if they're all like at like the next phone conference they have because i don't think he's going to be showing up to the eu i wonder if this is going to be like i really don't know he has such a huge ego he he very likely he might just could show, show up, up. Maybe, be like bad 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 no good you know what i mean like what like what do you say to him it's like well let's let's get into the meat and potatoes of why this is a dangerous situation let's get to uh, the meat they're, potatoes. They're, uh, most most countries in the world right now are against this um, and all of NATO is against this. Well, yeah, well, but, NATO's uh, a big part of this. Biggest, right, but they're big, uh, Russia's biggest ally is China. Mm -hmm. dude, the, dude, how we play this is so extremely, like, uh, sensitive. Uh, like, this is a messy one, bro. This oh, is, the, And that's why everybody's so... I think that's why the world sort of turned its attention fully to it, because, like, uh, it, it's it's... <laughs> us in china like that that's a that's a pandora's box that does not fucking need to get opened it's yeah. bad enough as it is just with socioeconomic uh warfare back and forth but does everybody everybody knows i mean does a pandora's box doesn't that story actually have a happy ending yeah but, who, but what if the happy ending is not ours true yeah, I don't know if y'all. Uh, I mean, dude, seriously, whatever. It's uh, no, it's not whatever. But like, uh, well, yeah, no, it's a uh, pretty uh, nerve wracking to say the least. And yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Pandora does have a happy ending. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, that's a Pandora's box. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Pandora's box is a positive story. 
But only for her, though. Listen, it says Pandora was, according to the myth, the first woman on Earth. She was created by gods. Each one of them gave her a gift. Thus, her name in Greek means the one who bears all the gifts. But but that doesn't. Anyway, I don't want to get off on Pandora and her stupid fucking box. But <laughs> but the, but honestly, dude, like that was kind of what I wanted to say. And, and that was really the only thing I had to say about this whole situation, because, like, again, don't get your fucking news from us. We're learning about this at the same time you are. We all went to the same American public schools. But it's, it's really fucking hard to see those videos and pictures and especially do something about like their like defiance in the face of this and the hardness behind the videos they post of like bring it on. That shit stings, man. Like it's this is wrong. War is no shit. War's War bad. is 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 bad, guys. And this is like. I don't know, man. I think the reaction to it is is kind of proof positive that as we are exposed to more things, people's uh, understanding of, of the, ne- the, the necessary evil of shit like war is going to change because this doesn't feel necessary. I just feel like he's just like that crazy uncle that you never that you that you uh, went and sat and talked to for the, you know, you're like, you know I'm going to go sit and talk to my uncle Bill. You know, he's like 75 years old right now. And he just starts, and he's like, Bill's, he's like really nice. And all of a sudden he just like starts spewing like racial slurs and stuff. You're like, okay. You know what I mean? He's just like senile, if you will. You know what I mean? It's just like, and I can only imagine this is such an old school approach, like actual invasions. And, and it's just like, so it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what's a, a cent- it's so centennial considering World it's War One. It's very archaic. Yeah, and it's like, very archaic. And like, cause world, it's like almost on World War One's front or uh, hundred year anniversary. It's like, why is this? I don't know. It just seems well, like he's that, just that, trying to be. That's poetic. one of the things. That's one of the. That's so. And not to keep on it, but that that is one of the scary things about it is that. Uh, largely in my mind, the only other country I could think of that would be willing to take this approach besides North Korea, who, you know, bring it on motherfuckers there is China. China does have that mentality and, and does take that approach to things, but they're playing an economical, I'm about to say uh, they're they're, long, they're, they're probably playing an economic it. long game right now. That is fucking crushing. Yeah, so yeah. It's they're like, probably looking at Putin going, dude, you'd realize that we've already gotten this. We got well, this so all set up where everybody I've heard we're all it's all going to be I, fine. And in, in 10 years, you shouldn't have done this, you know? Well, that's that's one. So one kind of reassuring thing I've heard is that because this is so dis, uh, uh, so um, dissident or, or that's not the right word. So um, diametrically opposed to China's approach to the whole situation. The, who knows how long they'll back them on this whole thing? Yeah, you know it's, what just I mean? like, it's like, dude, it's like you just really made a mess. of Because China plays it. China plays a very smart, very dangerous long game. And, and, uh, Russia is sort of right now acting like the bully who finally just like doesn't care anymore. And bullies always in front of everyone, like in front of the teacher and shit, the guy who bullies the teacher, that's what Putin's and dude, frankly, as an American, we're not putting up with it anymore. (laughs) Putin went to the EU. I know Putin went to the EU and they're like supposed to be talking about like COVID and stuff. And he's like, uh, yeah, so I got some demands. They're like, what? And he's like, so we're not, so we will not invade Ukraine. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, oh, if uh, NATO stops expanding, NATO doesn't, uh, there's like three demands that he made. If NATO stop expanding, that America, or they, they withdraw from any uh, nations that have already that have been added to the Eastern <laughs> Europe, and that America does not get involved at all. 
That was their three demands, and if they and that for uh, for Ukraine not to get invaded, <laughs> like what? I, Pretty much, okay, they're like, here. "Well, we tried." You know, there's it's like a false flag. You know, uh, I I just wanted to I wanted to to touch on this real quick just to liven it up a little bit, a little levity before we move on. There's a uh, Trey and Kennedy. I want to make sure I I say exactly where this chick's from so that we can roast her properly. Um, there is a girl named, well, you know what, the way this, these people have their fucking Instagram set up, I have no fucking clue what any of their names are. There is a girl who is popular on Instagram. She has a Instagram account with her husband. It's called Trey and Kennedy. Uh, they have 2.6 million followers. Holy shit. They're just a, they're just a stupid internet couple that makes stupid you know, TikToks and shit. They kiss. Okay, very American or very white. <laughs> Maybe oh, they're what, not they're American. Like pro, what, they know. accidentally said they're pro Russia or something. No, no, dude, they're they're against the war. I, they're on the right side. This is just one of the most hysterically fucking ego driven things I've ever seen. So the the wife or the girl made a video uh, where. <laughs> where it's called dear president vladimir putin and it's like four minutes where she looks in the camera and she's like stop it this is wrong you need to stop like she goes on a whole rant about dude it's hysterical she single-handedly stopped the war in case you didn't know it ended this morning because of that video Uh, train kennedy go watch that uh they want the they want the exposure anyway so i love that uh all the memes coming out be like oh just give them a pepsi Send Caitlyn Jenner in there. With, <laughs> where's Where's her magical Caitlyn, uh, fucking can? What's that? What's Did that? You, what's her name? Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner. Be like, just send her in there with the Pepsi. But yeah, bro. Kendall Jenner went fully nude on Instagram this week, and they let it stay up. What the fuck's up with that, bro? Still there? <laughs> yeah. Slide number th- Slide number three on her latest post. Uh, what's up with that though? Instagram. And also Instagram. Boy, they're pulling I have a down bone your to nudes? pick with you. You're pu- they're pulling down yeah. your boner pics or something? <laughs> Every single one of them. Hey, I have a bone to pick with Instagram real quick. Let's hear it. I have a uh, bone to not, pick with Putin. It, yeah. I'm not putting up with this anymore, Instagram. Uh, I, I, You always hear f- people who have businesses saying this shit or people who run like meme pages saying this shit. And I was always like, eh, maybe you're just falling off. No. I have a friend who's a really big artist on Instagram, like very big. And uh, lately she's been like, dude, I fucking, the second I post any, anything for sale, even if it's not advertised for sale, just something I'm somewhere selling engagement goes from thousands to like tens, yeah, like immediately. And it can be a story that's in between stories that have gotten thousands of engagement. And then all of a sudden in the middle 30, it's like, what? So I fucking, I've been selling these t-shirts. My story numbers are insane. It'll be like thousand viewed, thousand viewed, thousand viewed, 50 viewed, thousand viewed. You can't skip a story like that. They're just not showing it to people. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy. I like how you're just doing this to say that you get thousands of views on your story. No, I'm just saying it's like it, the that views. It just means people scrolling through. It's not like really engagement, well, but it is. It's the only place I can see that out of nowhere, the number drops and then goes right back. Is that why our Instagram's Shit. so bad? Because on all of our posts, you have for sale. No, it says now available, but it's 
it, and honestly, now that you say that, it really could have something to do with it. Yeah. Maybe I take off the word now. But anyway, Instagram, get it the fuck together. Hey, I uh, think they got it together. I have to pee. I have to pee, and I want to show you something, so I'm going to grab it. You're going to have to fucking, dude, you're going to have to fucking learn how to piss before these shows start, dude. I did, though. That's the thing. Uh, I want you to help me out here, though. What? I want want you to help me out here. Can you talk a little bit about your running? Set set me up for some running discussion. (laughs) What? (laughs) I've, I like running. I did, it's something I started in July. I don't know if we talked about this before. I know I talk about a lot in my personal life, but you know, y'all are my personal life. Y'all are all my f- friends and customers. And for those who are just listening, Rocky just walked across the camera and it was pretty cool. I started last July. I've been gradually getting uh, better at running and taking it more closer to the realm of obsession. And I have a five mile run today and I have a 10 run mile run tomorrow, 10 mile run tomorrow. So, yep. I don't know why Joel wanted me to tell you about this, especially by myself. If anybody would like any tips or or how I got uh, started or any um, cool Instagram handles to follow or the shoes I, I would suggest or anything like that, reach out to me, DM me, whatever. I'll give you some suggestions for sure. But I'm like, I'm not, I'm very, I'm very new to it. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning a lot. So, I mean, I have a long, long way to go. Pun intended. I'm on a half, I'm on a half marathon uh, schedule. I'm not actually running in. I'm not signing up for a half marathon. The reason I'm not running in a half marathon because they're $160 and I'm like, I'll just do it on my own and buy $160 worth of something or Go to, you have to pay one hundred and sixty dollars to, to run with a bunch of, of to run with strangers, or I can take the one hundred and sixty bucks and just donate it to somewhere. Well, is that what they're doing? That's really the only way I could think that would even be. That's an insane amount of look, money dude, to go run in a race. Look, I don't know exactly how um, dues. Oh, hey, Rocky. Get, get, I, I already said hi to him. I don't know exactly how dues get split up and how uh, nonprofits and all this these donation points get put into whoever they say it's for. Like, let's say it's like a, a hospital. Right. But I do know that they have to pay to put those things on and the payment to pay the vendors and, uh, and paid volunteers is a thing. And then, or even to like pay the salaries of the people that put it on, it's a nonprofit. So there's no profit in paying somebody a salary. So with that right. said, that all comes from the $160 said $160. So how much of that truly does go to the hospital and how much of that does pays the person in the hospital that's running that program on that side. So it's like, man, yeah. Tune in to money matters with Doug next there's, week. There's probably well, he'll, someone he'll break here. down a different, he'll break down a different budget. There's probably somebody on the other side of this. Listen, to this is the first time that runs enough profit and they're fucking about to throw their phone out the window. Cause everything I said is completely wrong, but leave know. it in the comments. Then chump, grow a pair and fucking tell us about it. <laughs> Get All him. I see is a lot of silent. The silent majority that listens to our show is getting a little annoying. Customers, say the silent hello. Majority. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so the running thing. Uh, I'm gonna start running 
Cause I need, I need an outlet when I'm at home to like, I, cause I, cause I, I'm working. So here's the problem. Here's the problem. Wait, wait. Who is you are me. And I'll tell you why. Joel, you're going to start working. running. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I used to walk everywhere. That's so good. That's not going to be in it. Like, I don't know. I can do it once I get in the habit of it, but, but there's a the reason it's, there's reason that there's walking and then there's running and that's there's oh, a reason that they are known as two separate things joel oh of course it's gonna suck i'm just saying i i do have the ability to to, to get out and be out for a long time so like i i enjoy that it'll just be a hard thing to do walking but, 15 miles and then running a mile is two totally different sure. things i'm telling sure. you right now i i started this out with hiking and and long and long brisk walks and i was like doing like 10 mile hikes and feeling it really hard and then learning how to run just one mile even after getting my endurance up with 10 mile hikes was pretty tough yeah just well, here's the thing i i gotta start somewhere it's gonna suck no i'm, I'm I, no I agree. mind that it's not gonna suck but don't it's think definitely gonna suck the reality of it is it's hard to start but it's once you yeah. get past that threshold, once your muscles get built and your breathing gets down and everything, it really that runner's high that you hear about. It's very real. It's very, very real. So I didn't think and it I'm was. Thinking, I didn't experience that until I didn't truly experience that until I did my first like proper eight mile run. I've ran. I've ran the longest I've ever ran is 10 miles, but I wasn't ready for it. And it hurt terribly. So mm-hmm. I didn't get like this runner's high. I was just like induced in pain. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah and the next day i felt great but it's just my body wasn't ready for it yet but the first time i that first eight mile run my breathing was good my because you always want to start this at your slowest point and gradually get faster throughout your run so you want your last mile technically to be faster than your first mile so if you run a <laughs> 10 minute mile uh or let's say 11 minute mile let's be you know uh beginner super beginner um intermediate i should say uh mile one you want to be like at 11 minutes typically around mile 10 or eight the the last mile you would want to be like exponentially faster like even 11 30 or even like 10 minutes you know mm-hmm. so your last mile is should be faster than your first so so you got to keep that in mind too it's like that it sounds counterintuitive it sounds like it should be faster to slower but right other right but you got to build your build your pace up yeah right so you don't so, burn yourself out yeah so um, anyways i don't know why i said well, that so well, no, I mean, that's important. Uh, on that note, though, so I bought some shoes. Uh, I, I show you now. I bought these running I bought shoes. shoes. I show you Nikes. now. Those are not running shoes. Yeah, they are. They are the... Uh... Those look like skate shoes. Technically, any no. shoe could be a running shoe. No, I know. I, I got it from... That's not a specific... running... I mean, as long as... They need to be comfortable. They need to fit your fit fit your feet well i'm flat-footed so my flat feet do not do well in like your typical running shoe um because the arches really mess with me uh-huh. um and the way i land and there's like a whole entire way of landing and stuff like that and just like uh i got into um oh you're right it's not i clicked on the wrong one yeah. it's the court legacy gymnastic shoe but i could play a hell of a basketball game in these <laughs> so essentially i wear like uh minimalist shoes like not bare like it's like barefoot style shoes they refer to but right. barefoot truly means barefoot there's actual a thin layer of padding between my foot and the earth and essentially what happens there's no arch in it so it allows my foot to splay 
and, mm-hmm. and be natural. And that's what how I run. And that was pretty tough when I first started it. It was really messing my feet up. I thought I was breaking everything. But I just strengthened my bones, dude. Bone density is a huge part of – you have to build your bone density big time at the very beginning. So, like, when you, like shin splints and you like feel like your bones are breaking and stuff when you start – Dude, yeah, take your rest, rest, and don't you know? Don't start running the very next day if you're like have serious shin splints. But when they start to subside, get back out there, go for a long walk, pick it up, and you got to get that don't that bone density, that bone density, like really, really, you got to f- really focus on that. So you know what I mean? Just to, and your muscles obviously get thicker and bigger. Knee pain, knee pain is something to monitor as well. Knee pain doesn't necessarily mean you need to stop running. What it means is that you probably need to focus on your fundamentals and the way you run and make sure that you're actually, you know, structuring your body to run properly. You know what I mean? So, like, if you have Mm -hmm. knee pain, it's like, yes, stop, let it go, like, you know, nurse it and get it better. But it doesn't necessarily mean you're fucking blowing out your ACL or MCL or anything like that. You know what I mean? It means, like, you probably need to learn how to run. The benefits of running, I'm so sorry to keep on interrupting you. See, you got me fucking going. Uh, And so like the benefits of running uh, as an exercise, I found it's just really great to, um, uh, I'm sorry. It was great. I I, I had to be, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Like I'm about to dude out. I've been watching these uh, videos on the James Webb Space Telescope in the background. Always just your average scientist person. Nothing to nothing to wah wah va va voom, you know what I mean? Sure, but I just picked my head up. Rabbit up there right now, or I what? just put my head, pick my head up, and they're talking. I'm like, who, who are what? Like it's like this smoking <laughs> babe. I'm like, literally made me stop my tracks. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Anyways, YouTube rewatch. Anyways, um, I'll figure out who it is. Every every can you imagine? And I think this needs. I'm not joking when I say this. Uh, uh, every. I think if you want people to listen to you, it's time we stop pretending the human brain doesn't work the way it does. The Big Short should be one of the most confusing movies for the layperson to understand, but they put Margot Robbie in a bathtub with a glass of champagne and she broke down exactly what short selling and the mortgage crisis was and you know what? I'll be damned if I couldn't write a dissertation on it afterwards. Thanks. <laughs> Do that in everything. Have Margot Robbie get naked and explain the war right now. Joel, yeah, that, is, that is most certainly your celebrity crush. Easily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yours too, Doug. Uh, and Paul Dano. Uh, I love Paul Dano, uh, man. I'm so excited oh, for him to be the Riddler. We're like a week away. We're I know. A week away. I know. A week away. Fuck a week me. away. A week away. A week away. A week away. No, you fuck me. A week away. No, you fuck me. Fuck me. Huh? No, you fuck, fuck me. me. No, you fuck me. No, I fuck No, I fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> hey, no, hold on. Can I finish my thought? No. Okay, never mind. Yes, finish your thought. All right, Mr. so with the Mumpy. running, I don't know exactly where I was. Um, running. So let's take it from the top. <laughs> no, so, uh, so anyways, see, this is what happens. Joel leaves me alone, gets my thought process going. Now all I want to do is talk about running. So essentially, my shoe, I have a different time. And also, Joel, Joel, when you start running, you you got to work on that hump in your back. That's for sure. It's like really helps your posture and stuff. And also, you don't want to do something called a hill strike. That's when you run like this. It's like kind of how you naturally walk. You want to make yeah. sure you land flat on your foot on the ball and go backwards. And that's a good thing to start now. If you're going to start running now, 
develop good habits now because if you start running with bad habits and if you really do stick with it, you're going to start realizing that you have these bad habits and they're so hard to break. So start now. Just look into these videos. I'll send, If you're dead serious, Joel, I will send you um, some schedules and some videos and stuff like that that can help yeah. you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, Do it. Um, Bring it on. I will. And it's just really... It, because if you start from the beginning with the right fundamentals and the right structures and the and the same and the right schedules and stuff and really allow yourself to grow, like start slow and know you're not going to be running a marathon in the first month. If you really allow yourself like that that breathing room, it really is addicting, you know. And you and you'll be yeah. surprised yeah. in like your growth and everything. Like I'm adding a mile onto my run every week right now. And again, I could probably run. I was told I was talking to a runner the other day. I was I told him my schedule right that he's like you could easily run a half marathon now. He goes, but you'll just won't never want to do it again. He's like so the schedules yeah. the ske- keep up with your schedule because what's happening is you're gradually getting to that point. It's more rewarding and it lasts longer and there's like more benefits to long, slow runs long. So like, so and every time you go out there, you don't want to be running as fast as you can. Like sometimes running like long and slow, just really good for building bone density, really good for uh, strengthening your blood cells actually, which Mm -hmm. helps you burn fat down the way. Obviously you lose weight. I don't lose much weight when I run. I've lost 15 pounds maybe now. I'm at 220, mm-hmm. and I'm, so I'm, I'm a big boy. Like, you know what I mean? I'm still big, and my running is uh, – I'm like a freaking – I channel my inner hippopotamus, dude, and I char- – and I, I get it, man. But, like, my, <laughs> like it's like – anyways, but I'm just saying there's a lot to it. Walking is absolutely encouraged. Yeah, I, I love it, dude. It's uh, been really good for my mental health, and – um. Drinking doesn't really get in the way of it. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. And the great thing is, is uh, with the runner's high thing. Um, oh, yes. I was going to tell know, you. I'll just be, I'll, you know, eat an edible beforehand and for sure. Very common. Very common. Uh, a lot of, lot of, a lot of weed doing, a lot of uh, doink ripping before, uh, before a run. I don't. I mean, swimming too. Swimming yep. too. Apparently, it's huge oh, in swimming. And in jujitsu, jujitsu, it's a, a staple, dude. And in music, yeah, yeah. And so, um, <laughs> hey, hey, and and uh, I knew a kindergarten teacher one time who came on her lunch break and she did cocaine, and she went back to school to teach kindergarten. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, so like, oh, that eight mile run, I finished. I finished that run. I was like caked in salt and like my eyes are like really red, but like, uh, but I felt great. And I, I was just having these fits of laughter and crying at the same time. Sounds like you were high. That's what Doug does when he's high. Dude, it was wild and I could not contain it. I was just like, did you make, did you I was food. I was just like hyper emotional and I was just like laughing and crying, like just like, but not like, not like Charlie day and fucking on steroids, you know, but just like, I don't know it was pretty wild, and it like the it was a I never felt like that before. That's when I first truly experienced it. I don't know if that's everybody else's runners high of like. But. <laughs> They're like, nah, dude, you were dying. It's like, Your nah, capillaries dude. were closing. <laughs> it's like actually you were you, were, <laughs> you uh, had a blood clot in the brain. Oh, I get a freaking text from you the other day. It's like, hey, dude, just found out that uh, we we're learning everything about death or whatever. Like, it's a new look on death. You're like, I'm no, talking about dude. That's not what I said. <laughs> Not what I said. I, get some I more thank coffee. you for bringing that up because I that the actual beginning of that text said. Look, we're running shorts. Hey, 
Hey, that was the next thing I wanted to bring up that I was excited to get some shorts. What's happening? I'm getting coffee. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Uh, so I feel like I should probably wait till he's back to bring this up. So let me just say something else. Uh, what have you guys been watching lately? Um, Caroline was watching that Inventing Anna show on Netflix. And uh, frankly, I, I wasn't very interested in it. Um, but I sat down while she was watching the second episode and I got super sucked in, as I tend to do. Um, and we watched a couple of them last night pretty fascinating stuff, man. I mean, on like a pretty superficial level, but, uh, if you don't know what it is, it's, um, it is, uh, the new Shonda Rhimes show or whatever. She made uh, Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. Um, and I've not seen a single one of those shows, but I hear they're, you know, very, uh, Good. addicting, but so yeah, that's, that's what I hear. But, uh, so this was about how this girl, Anna Delvey, um, <sighs> faked her way into the New York socialite scene and, and, uh, scammed a bunch of people. I don't know on the, on the surface, it's very superficial. Like I said, and I mean, frankly, it probably will be through to the end, but it is very interesting to, I, I really like con con men stories. That's the thing like matchstick men and fucking shit like that with the long con. Anyway. All right. Now that you're back, we can talk about this because the, the text actually starts off with, we have to talk about. So, you know, I did want to bring this up. Scientists. I did. Scientists uh, this week made a pretty fascinating discovery. Um, scientist. Sorry, I'm trying to. Scientist. Scientist. Okay, so uh, what happened was there was uh, in Estonia, there's a university that was. Um, Where's Estonia? Doing. No fucking idea. Um, they were doing a study. It's the University of Tartu, okay, in Estonia. <laughs> Is this a fucking real place? Sounds like you're yeah. talking about a fucking parallel universe. Sounds like you're talking about a fantasy novel. No, I swear to God, the scientists in the land of Estonia, in the somewhere no, at the, you, somewhere at the University of Tartu. Who's pretty fucking pissed off at you right now. At the University it's of no, Tartu. Okay. First off, Douglas. Uh, Tartu is a city in Eastern Estonia that is known for its prestigious university. So I, uh, this is apparently a very prestigious place. Uh, oh, sorry for all the Tartuians that I didn't realize were, were real. <laughs> it <laughs> also has the modern science center and, uh, it, it seems like a pretty cool place. It looks I like, I, it is, I don't uh, remember them building the James Webb space telescope in Tartu, uh, Estonia, Joel. I remember them building it in, I don't know, Texas is where they build that Ohio. <laughs> nationalist for texas now uh a statist uh a statist. trying to figure out where the, what country this is in man i i feel like this is a whole uh this this university is very prestigious anyway uh they had a man who had epilepsy an 87 year old man who had epilepsy that that was staying in their care and they were studying his epilepsy to try to help him with it yeah and so they had him hooked up to all these brain monitoring machines okay that were recording the synapses in his brain and how they fired and he died. But that mm. left them, that left them for the, in scientists for the first time ever with this, uh, extremely detailed record of what his brain was doing in the hours and minutes and seconds leading up to and following death. And in the, the 60, in the 60 seconds before he died, and the 90 seconds after his brain 
was firing in the exact same way that it does when you dream or recall memories. Damn. And so they believe that before you die, you recall all of your memories, which is what we would hear, like your life flashing before your eyes. But it's a real scientific thing they've realized now where you, before you die, replay all your memories. But here's the fascinating part. 90 seconds after you die, you continue to replay memories, which means that we don't understand death the way that we thought we did. Your, your brain is still thinking and working and firing. So, uh, Joel, that means when you go, your brain's going to be like, jerk off, jerk off, jerk off, pull my putt, pull my putt, pull my putt, pull my putt, get married, pull my putt, pull my putt, pull my putt, dog, 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 pull my putt, pull my putt. Speed twister, speed twister. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah so anyway i think that's fascinating man um it is no it is fascinating i mean mine's gonna be a fucking oh my god like well, thinking no, so, about reliving so my life that, it life flash from my eyes sounds miserable so let me let me put this to you how i interpreted it right because no no reputable science paper is gonna say this but i believe this is what it's implying uh it's it, the quote from him is these findings challenge our understanding of when exactly life ends and generate important subsequent questions such as those related to the timing of organ donation. I believe that he's in, and this could be so off base, but I believe he's insinuating that it may be possible to do a brain transplant. Oh, okay. If you get, if you, you said, so I mean, you have if to you get it their, within like 90 seconds to get their brain out of their bed. I, but I would assume seconds. that for, I would assume for scientists to find out it's even possible at all would be like a earth shattering realization, like to be able to transfer, like, like that 90 seconds may seem like a springboard, you they know have what I a mean? Better, like to figure out how to do it. I feel like they would have a better, um, that a could better be so off though. grasp of learning how to plug in the brain and download it to a hard drive and then plug it back into a Aren't 3d they printed brain though? fucking apparently elon, elon musk killed like a thousand or 20 monkeys plugging them up oh, with, with uh, Neuralink. yeah the Neuralink shit scares the fuck out of me Dude, and i'm sorry is. look at tesla's look at tesla's oa or uh, qa rather their quality assurance and I, I, you're not good. You don't want to get a Neuralink like in for at least 20 years, bro. Let him figure it out. What? I, I, I can't get a Neuralink ever. No, I know I'm saying, but like, even if you were interested in it, like I just found out about how bad Tesla's show up to you. Like there is a website that exists that's built solely to have this extremely extensive checklist of things that you have to go in when you pick up your car and check on your own because they they just constantly give them to you completely fucked up and i'm reading this checklist and doug it's shit that i would never know about or think about they it's shit that should happen when they build the car yeah. right it's so like uh and apparently it's almost everyone who picks up their car to the point where they've had to make this website someone had to build this website so everyone who because i was in the thread of this dude was like i bought it my first tesla finally getting to pick it up today and every comment was like please go to this website before you go pick it up so you don't end up fucked what uh, i'm so confused yeah. like what are some of these because things i'm gonna, okay you want me to pull up the checklist yeah. i'll just run it down Things to check when you pick up a Tesla.com. <laughs> that really what it is? No. Uh, okay. It's a doozy. Let's hear it. All righty. So, 
uh, this is actually pretty simplified the, the way this list is put together so we can run through this fast the basics so first you're going to wait you're going to want to make sure your vin matches your paperwork feel like that should be you should check that on probably every car make sure you got the cut the correct color and options because a lot of people get there and it's the wrong color make sure it has a license plate frame and a license plate mount make sure it has the standard adapters in the carry bag that you're supposed to get for the adapters and make sure it has the latest software version installed then you're going to want to check the surfaces and underside to make sure they're free of scuffs marks abrasions or smudges deep scratches minor scratches or anything that happened in transport you're going to want to make sure the wheels aren't damaged and that all four valve stem covers are on i feel like that's shit you should check any car for but then then you have to make sure all panels are aligned and flush, no huge gaps or misalignments, crooked hood, front gap, sag. Make sure there's no more than four millimeters of sag in your front gap. Front and rear lights are flush with hood, truck, and panels because they're often in the wrong spot, so they stick out. Front and rear lights are free of condensation. Glass roof panels are aligned and don't have any leaks. Trunk, make sure all your doors open. Then make sure both cards work with the B pillar, phone Bluetooth connectivity, make sure your fob works, make sure all the app functions work, make sure your lights work, the charge ports. A lot of this metal stuff is like make sure the, the electronics work, but then make sure it charges because a lot of times you leave and it won't charge. I feel like this <laughs> should all be done at the dealership. Like they That's what I'm be, saying. Like they should just be That's confident. what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, then make sure the seats aren't torn. The back seats are aligned. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> make sure all the seat material is bunched. It's not bunched or folded. Uh, make sure the interior liner is properly sealed and not hanging. Make sure the glass on the windshield doesn't have any ripples. What the fuck? Make sure your window doesn't shatter when you roll it down. <laughs> uh make sure your front seats don't squeak when they move <laughs> like what the fuck tesla this website shouldn't exist and this makes me feel like i probably like i always thought like man if i ever get enough money i'd love to get one bro this checklist makes me feel like it may not be like that's wild that is wild that's wild for so, the price you're paying that's fucking crazy so what kind of shorts and do you want to get shorts i said i want to get shorts like what i i'm wearing three inch uh inseams I just got some Levi jeans I'm wearing right now. They're very comfortable. Well, I'm saying I have big legs. I just, I have my mother's hips. I was busting my mother's hips, and I accept that. So I, I like these. That's why I like the shorter. They're wider in the trunk, and lets my mm -hmm. get, lets my legs, you know, be, let be, your trunk be who they a are. little bit. Lets my legs be what they are. Big legs. You ever you ever just let that big puppy breathe? leg? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, uh, anyways, but for you, I recommend. Possibly a two inch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just running your underwear. Yeah. I think that's what you should Planning do. Planning on it. I'm going to run in jeans in skinny jeans. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and when you're running, just it. scream as loud as you can the entire time. Did you just, hold on. I just got to, do you ever just look at a text message and you're like, huh? To come from Vlad, to come from Putin, and he's like, I heard your pun, and it was not funny, or it was very funny. I swear to God, I just had I had a text. I thought it was a text message from you. This is exciting. <laughs> it said rather not. I don't know. Did you text me rather not? That sounds like some shit you would say. I did not text you rather not. 
Marry me, marry me, say yes. Hold on. Marry me, Hold marry on. me, say yes. <laughs> Hold on. But who texted you? Like, why are you like, did I text you? I'm right here. Well, because I, I lost it. You. No, no, I opened it and it said, I just saw the text bubble and it said, rather not. And then I accidentally closed it. Now I can't find any text message that says, rather not. And I'm afraid I deleted a text that I was supposed to respond to. Oh my God, what do I do? Hey, babe, I love you so much. Uh, would you like, would you, we want to hang out? <laughs> For a little bit after the podcast, marry me, rather not. Rather not. <laughs> I gotta go grocery shopping after this PCAST. Yeah, I do. Hey, you do. Uh, we haven't talked about the weather yet. It's what is up with the weather? N- it's cold. It's nuts right now. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I do not I like cold too, weather. Bro. Over I it. I'm so. I am. You said it, Joel. I'm over it. Uh, you know, I'm just. I got a lot going on at work. South by's coming up. Getting ready for that and stuff. Who fucking asked? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you see, dude? I, I I wanted to ask you about this because I don't know. I know fuck all about professional wrestling, um, uh-huh. especially outside of the ecosystem of the the WWE. Disclaimer, um, full disclosure: I um, haven't been keeping up at all. So okay, well, I, maybe you'll know this, maybe you won't. So uh, our boys at Rucking Fountain. Their drop this week took me by surprise because it had nothing to do with movies at all. Yeah, I have no no idea what that was. You don't know who that is? Mm -mm. There were people that I know from Austin who were fucking losing their shit about it, who were like, can't fucking believe it. This is the perfect marriage of things. Like, what a miracle. Yeah. No clue who that dude is. Yeah, I feel bad. I mean, I I mean, I feel like a bad wrestling fan because like I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm gonna be honest with you. I looked him up and I watched some stuff about him, and I don't understand anything more than I did going in. Not in a bad way. I just don't I can't figure out what his character is. He seems I think his character is like supposed to be evil but nice. Who's he's like supposed to Huh? Who's you wrestle with? I have no idea. Oh, AEW. And okay. his name's Dan Housen, and he wrestles for AEW. And he's he looks sort of like a Sting person, right? And he's got that same like black and white face makeup. Yeah. But apparently his thing is like super evil but nice. I don't know, man. That's probably way off base too. I couldn't really figure it out. I got a lot, of, I got a lot of pals, dude, that's been telling me. He's like, dude, they're like, just watch one, sh- just watch one week of AEW and you'll be hooked. They're like, if you're a wrestling everybody, fan. Like, everybody like, I know who likes wrestling is fucking about it. So like I don't know that's kind of the reason I haven't been watching either because I'm like dude do I can I afford to invest my time back into that like I dude I mean you it, it was an obsession yeah I still love watching it I'd even watch uh I'd even watch uh, I don't even know where you would watch AEW I don't either does that stuff does that come on TV so you probably yeah, it's need TNT. cable and shit but no one I know can afford cable it's TNT the Monday Night Wars where do back. I watch AEW. Speaking so of wars, this is fascinating. Into this. Speaking uh, of wars, yeah. dude, I was watching. I I'm, sent it to you like DX. I forgot how ratchet DX would get. Like all the no, bro. God damn! I was like, God. That bless. video had me cracking up. The shit that they were doing was wild. Like, like seriously, the, my, my parents were like you can't watch that, or like my parents were like you can't listen to corn. Why? Why not listen to corn? And then I'm like, well, I'm gonna watch wrestling, and I'm like watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, uh, it's wild, dude. They are <laughs> when those ladies start flashing. Stuff, like uh, when those ladies start yeah, flashing, dude. you can even see it in Triple H's eyes. Like, fuck, like this is going way too far. But he's fucking begging him to. I don't know, dude. Here's my thing on that. When I see, so here's like the deal, right? Like, uh, 
uh, woke or whatever you want to fucking call it. Guys, I mean, like, if you want to fucking go back and watch some of that stuff and, like, really try to disconnect from, like, whether or not you think it's funny or whatever, but, like, holy shit, in the 90s, things were so misogynistic and, like, yeah. it's just blatant. It's not like, it's not like microaggressions or whatever. It's fucking wild. It is so wild, dude. Uh, and like it, it really, it's everything, dude. The movie American Pie is basically illegal through 90% of it. The shit they do is wild. It's a wild American dude. Pie. Are you saying? Yeah. 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 It's fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts. Every single one of those movies in that series wouldn't is just so far removed from any sort of decency to people. It's who, so wild. Who dude. directed, uh, who directed American Pie? So strangely enough, not somebody who is even who even really was known for making crass stuff like that. Paul, oh, fuck, I don't want to get it wrong. Paul Ludwig, uh, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> no, Paul White's is his name, and he made um, he made. Uh, about a boy and little Fockers and meet the parents and show okay. why I said meet the, I don't know why I said meet the Fockers first. Like anybody gives a shit about that one, but he, he made, made little like, Fockers meet the Fockers. <laughs> he made like meet the parents and fucking nutty professor and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. It just, it is fucking crazy. And when you sent me that video of Triple H getting those chicks to flash him, I was just like, what the yeah, but, fuck? Because I remembered that, but I didn't remember it being so abrasive. Yeah, but he's like, but his face is like, this, just like, oh yeah, it's like, I got to go with this. We can see in his eyes like, fuck, this might be going too far because they're on fucking national television on USA. Surrounded by kids. They're surrounded by kids. They're all suck it. <laughs> suck it. Dude, that's fucking uh, tight, though. Yeah, it's so crazy, man. What the fuck? Uh, I'm excited to make the thumbnail for this one. Do you want to go Forrest Gump? Why? Just with us running? Just uh, us running? Oh, sure. I guess. I Forrest Gump's a runner, that's for sure. Maybe, maybe he runs out of those leg braces. Remember when you had those braces? They're like, your, not for your legs, they're for your arms? Yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, they were like, flap, Joel, flap. And I was doing this, and they flapped off, and I just flew above Quero High School. And I was like, I'm never coming bird. back. And they started, no, they started playing that song. I'm like a bird. And I just. Oh, dear Lord, tell me to a bird so I can fly far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, 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 wait. While we're on the Forrest Gump thing, Forrest Gump director reveals how Jenny died. Because how did you think she died? AIDS. <clears throat> correct. I also thought that. that Apparently, is correct. I don't know if this is like revisionist history or whatever, but because in the movie, we just watched it. In the movie, they don't fucking say it all. And if you just take context clues, she dies of AIDS. It's yeah. the right time. It's the right, like everything lines up with it. Uh, but the director said, oh wait no i'm sorry i'm i'm sorry yeah so the director confirmed that it is aids but the interesting part to that was this they were going to uh make a sequel okay uh -huh. but it was canceled after 9 11 happened uh they didn't think americana was like 
which they were probably wrong about. I bet it would have been pretty successful. But uh, it was going to open with the revelation that Forrest Jr. had AIDS. Holy he got shit. It from, that he got it from his mom. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a reality, I suppose, you know, and then yeah, like, but who uh, the fuck wants to watch that? Well, who wants whole- Forrest Gump 2 to start off with that cute little boy being like, daddy, I have a, <laughs> and Forrest just not understanding. Dude, they're like, they, the, the, the war on AIDS has been uh, a successful battle and the loser is AIDS. Um, yeah. A hundred percent. dude. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't. I don't want to let go of this because I want to. I want to let you know what else was going to be in the sequel. What? There, there was going to be a scene where Hanks was riding in the back of the Ford Bronco during the OJ Simpson chase. Fuck there was yeah! Gonna be, yeah, there was going to be a sequence where he danced with Princess Diana. God bless. There was going. There was going to be a sequence where he makes friends with a Native American character, much like Bubba, but then he was going to die in the Oklahoma City bombings. Holy shit! <laughs> Why were they dead set on making? that the most depressing movie of all time well you know in the book like Forrest was like an alcoholic the book's insane the book's insane he goes to space with a monkey in the book the book is insane doug Should it's I read not it? even worth really it's it's not dude if you want to it's fucking nuts i read it when i was working at half price books hold on like let's not leave yet that's Forrest fucking but Forrest gump book I just want to, I want to say some of the crazier shit that happens in this book real quick. Cause it's fucking hilarious. Okay. Just pace with the monkey in the book. Uh, okay. He, um, that actually might be the sequel. Cause there's a sequel too. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. He, the, it, he, he sounds like a he, children's he doesn't book. Go to, Forrest goes to space. No, he doesn't go to space with the monkey in the book. He joins a, a one man band. <laughs> He, he starts a one-man band and lives with a dude. He lives with Lieutenant Dan in an orangutan named Sue. I joined a band. What band? Forrest. It's a one-man band. It's a one-man band. <laughs> and they go and sleep on a green beach together. You said, uh, you said he joined a one-man band. <laughs> uh, he plays in a band... Uh, where is the one where he goes to space? Maybe I only read the sequel. I don't remember any of this shit about Bob Dylan or any of this. Hold on. Forrest oh, Gump book shit. sequel. Hold on. Space. Forrest he Gump space. Yeah. Oh, he does. He goes to space with Sue in the book. Okay. I knew I didn't fucking imagine that. That's where Sue. That's how Sue lives with him and Dan at the end. He goes to space with Sue. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, Wild man, read the book. It's fucking nuts. And the and and the funniest shit about it is that like you read that book and and it's you're like this is insane. It doesn't read well. It shouldn't exist. And you're just like wow, somebody read this and made Forrest fucking Gump out of it. Wasn't the guy who made fucking Back to the Future? Robert Zemeckis, yeah, but actually, there's so there's a fascinating. Oh, that Netflix, the movies that made us thing or whatever, yeah. that has a really great article about Forrest Gump and how hard it was for anyone to write the script to this because of how fucking wild the book is. But the the best part about it is the dude who wrote the book is like, no, this is great. The book is great. <laughs> Fuck are you talking about? And the movie comes out and is like wildly successful, and he's like, I hate it. I hate it. They ruined everything good about the book. He he doesn't even go to space. Sue's not even in it. And uh, and so he wrote a sequel. He wrote a sequel where in the book, Forrest Gump comes out as a movie and Forrest hates it because it doesn't have the, the monkey or any of that <laughs> stuff in it. 
<laughs> so oh, if you're looking shit. for a wild time, find the Forrest Gump books. They're oh, nuts. dude. Okay. All right. I tried. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to finish what I'm reading now. And I'm going fin- to start and finish Zodiac, and then we'll do the Forrest Gumps. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll break them down on here because they're fucking insane. All right, everybody. <laughs> That just about wraps up another episode of I Didn't See It, But I Believe You. I'm Joel. I'm Doug. And make sure you click here to watch last week's uh, episode and right there to subscribe where Joel's pointing. All right. Later.